something, Leone? Want to play? They're a man short. Hey! I'm talking to you! Hey, punk! Where you gonna paint your nails and answer the name bitch? Hey, you know, you got a big mouth. Why don't you keep it shut? What, you little motherfucker? I'll tear your goddamn ass off. Hey, hey, you wanna play? We'll play. You talk too much. Hey, let's play. Goddamn right, we'll play. You and I'll play later, you little fuck. Baby, I need some action tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? I'm good. Hi, everyone. Just, just feeling a little rough the past couple of days, but I think I'm coming to the end of it. Just a regular cold. So, yeah, that that's still out there, everyone. So just... <laughs> Be careful either way. Other than yeah. that, I'm good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's flu season, so gotta yeah. gotta be careful. You don't want to catch the flu and something else, and monkey pox and whatever the fuck else is. Whatever else is the next new thing. Yeah, I gotta get my flu shot. That's that's a must every year. So. But the only thing that sucks about that is every time I get it, uh, I get a little sick because they yeah. say, "Yeah, we give you a little of it." I'm like, uh. <laughs> so. But all right, let everyone know why we're here. <clears throat> we are here to review the 1989 action drama Lockup. He was six months away from a normal life. You plan on getting married when you get out of here? Oh, yeah, that's the plan. Until a warden obsessed with revenge. Gateway, six months could be a lifetime. Took his future away. I want to know about Frank Leone. The odds of surviving? A million to one. Stallone. Lock up. Rated R. All right, you know how we do it. We got to start with Google. Lockup is a 1989 American prison action film directed by John Flynn. It stars Sylvester Stallone. This is not a synopsis. What the fuck? <laughs> not even. I'm not seeing one. on. I'll just skip to IMDb. I can't find one. I thought that was a... Well, here's what right. IMDb says. With only six months left in his, of his sentence, inmate Frank, Le- Frank Leone is... Tr- transferred from a minimum security prison to a maximum security prison by a vindictive warden. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, this stars Sylvester Stallone, Donald Sutherland, John Amos, Sonny Landham, rest in peace, Tom Sizemore, Frank McRae, rest in peace, Darlene Flugel, William Allen Young, Larry Romano, Jordan Lund and a bunch of other people. There's a couple people in there that you were. Oh, Danny Trejo was in there for a quick minute. 
He didn't even have any lines, did he? No, he doesn't need lines. When he pops up, you recognize like, hey, Danny. Yeah, I forgot he was in it, man. But he all star. Yes, so, all good. <laughs> Shout out to Prim. Yep. <laughs> uh, directed by John Flynn. Writers are Richard Smith, Jeb Stewart, and Harry Henry Rosenbaum. Nez, when was the first time you seen Lock Up, and what did you think? Uh, really quick, I had to see what this John Flynn guy directed. Uh, Out for Justice. We need to do that one for sure. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, he did Brain Scan. Damn. Hmm. I've seen a couple of these other films, but yeah, Lock Up. He did uh, Out for Justice right after this one. So all right, yeah. But oh uh, yeah, uh, I saw this uh, that weekend. It came out. Uh, shout out to my brother D. And my brother Steve D, rest in peace. I love you and I miss you. But uh, my buddy D, man, he he was just super duper diehard Sly and Arnold fan. So when this came out, I didn't even, must have not been paying attention to what was coming. He goes, yeah, it's a new Sylvester Stallone movie. Let's go see it. So all right. So his brother uh, took us to go see it. I didn't even know what it was. He just said, lock up. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I thought it was gonna be another shoot 'em up uh, Sylvester Stallone film, but it, it wasn't. So, but the the movie was good, man. I remember we were sitting there watching it and we we're laughing around mainly the football part. Uh, uh, my my buddy Steve, man. I mean, these are the these were the days, everyone. Uh, we we was at we was at the hood hood theater, so people start blabbing and talking back to the screen <laughs> so um that just made just made it more fun funnier uh, and everything because uh, my buddy steve he's one of those guys that screams back at the screen and but he's funny so because everyone laughs so i know some people don't like that but different times in the 80s but yeah this movie was awesome i loved it i have not seen it in a really long time i mean i had to, when i bought this i just I just buy movies and stick them on my shelf. So I had to break this one open. <laughs> I don't even remember when I got this movie. I just knew I had it. But yeah, did you see this when it came out? Um, it had to have been closer to when it came out. I know I was. I know my dad showed me this because every time a new Stallone or Schwarzenegger movie came out, he showed me it. And yeah, I always, I always enjoyed this one. This. In the beginning of this, this depicted prison way different than I've ever seen. Because whatever country club prison he was in, getting furloughed and going to see his girl. And I was like, asking my dad, I was like, what prison is this that you can just get leaves and stuff? And, of course, the football scene, if you want to call it football, it was just people getting the shit kicked out of them for like 10 minutes. Uh, I always remember Sonny Landham as the bad guy. Uh, what was this character's name? Uh, Chink. 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember him. I always remember Eclipse. Um, Tom Sizemore as Dallas, you know, running his mouth. I always hated uh, what's his name? Um, uh, First base. First base, I was like, "Oh, this kid never listens to anybody." And then you know, we'll we'll get we'll get into detail, but what he did yeah. that ended up destroying that car, I was just like, "Oh my god, you made Eclipse cry." 
can't forgive <laughs> you for that one. But yeah, I always enjoyed this one. Um, it's it's always a fun watch every time I rewatch it. Yeah, this one. Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know what prison this was or or jail. I don't know. I assumed it was a county lockup or something. But because in the beginning of the film, uh, you see Frank Leone and he's just having a good time with his girlfriend and doing whatever they do in uh, Hoboken, New Jersey. And then he's like, all right, uh, I'll see you whenever, whenever, next weekend or whatever. And then he goes back to, to jail and walks in there. Hey, guys. And like, it's nothing. I'm like, OK, I don't know if that's real or not. I mean, I've no, I've never been in this prison, prison system and nor yeah. do I want nor do I want to. But. He's like friends with the guards and he's friends with like damn near every prisoner in there. He's bringing cigarettes in for people. And I think in his, in his cell, he had like artwork hanging up TV. I'm just like, what prison is this? What was your crime? Cause I'm like, damn. Cause they said he's a model, uh, prisoner, um, in a, uh, a low security prison. I mean, what's, low security like they just do what you guys want as long as you stay here i mean yeah, okay yes. basically sleep there I, I guess i don't know <laughs> yeah man because yeah, it was like everybody was was friends there guards and all i mean there was no attitude everyone was just coming and going as they please i guess but um so yeah he's there he knows everyone knows the warden and everything and then one night um these guys, these guards come busting in. Uh, James Evans uh, Sr. from Good Times, him and his crew come uh, charging. What was his name in this? Captain, was it Mesner or Mesner or Mes? I, Meisner, know, I think Meisner. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Cleo McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> He's James Evans Sr. from Good Times. Um, so they come charging in. It's like in the middle of the night. They come charging in and we just like, wow, well, what's going on? Ah, and uh, you get just, I'm not, I'm not a good impressionist for, for Sly, but you know, when he starts screaming and they just grab him and everything, did they put a, um, a hood over his head to get him I out think, of there? I think after they get him out the cell, cause they're just basically jumping him and dragging him out the cell tearing up his all his uh, belongings and the guards that work there don't know what's going on apparently they don't need to be told anything and i think on the way no i don't think they put a hood on matter of fact because i think they they end up throwing him in a van i don't think he had a hood on he might he might have had a hood on after he got out the van yeah because i mean i don't think that's how it works uh in the prison system i mean you gotta have some kind of notification. Hey, we're coming to take this uh, prisoner to transfer him somewhere else. Because, yeah, it didn't seem like anybody knew anything. What's going on? What's going on? And I was, all right, whatever. I assume they would t- also tell the prisoner, that, hey, we're t- we're coming to get you and you're going wherever, wherever. So, but he gets to the prison, to this new prison, and he finds out that uh, Donald Sutherland's character, Warden, is it Drumgool? Yeah, Drumgool. He's there. 
And he's just like, what? And then he's like, yeah. He goes, we, he pulled some strings to get you out of there. And now you're here. And the backstory for them is uh, Leone had escaped from uh, whatever prison uh, Drumgul was at before. He wasn't at this one. He was at another prison somewhere. But uh, he had escaped. And then when he got out, when, when Leone got out, I guess he had blabbed to, I don't know, the press or whoever to tell him that what was going on in that prison. Uh, I assume the, the crookedness of the guards and how how the warden was being towards everyone. So I assume he was in some higher position somewhere else at a, maybe a better prison. Yeah. So two questions real quick. <laughs> Why is Frank Leone still in country club prison for breaking out of a previous prison and two <laughs> if he told on Drumgul, Drumgul, whatever fuck his name is, for his treatment of prisoners, his demotion is to go be a warden for other prisoners? I think he was a warden at a better prison oh. because this prison was just run a rundown just shithole. <laughs> so, yeah, there was nobody shaking Stallone's hand when he got in there. Yeah, I think it was a more of a bigger maximum security prison. And um, I don't know, it just didn't. It was probably like the worst of the worst. So I, I assume that's why they demoted him down to that. I'm surprised they didn't just fire him. I mean, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I assume if you're doing crookedness in your prison and they find out. But I I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, and as far as, as Leone, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you escaped and you get caught, I doubt they would put you in this little country club prison. Uh, I think I mean, he would be in a maximum security prison. I mean, unless he made a deal, but then wouldn't that make him a snitch? And yeah. <sighs> There's a scene in the movie where he doesn't snitch on somebody because they got their own rules. So, I, well, he wasn't. Well, technically, he didn't snitch on anybody in the prison. He snitched nah. on the warden. So okay. I assume maybe that gave him a little more street cred uh, or prison cred, or I, I don't know. We didn't write this, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoy it. It's the load at his best. <laughs> so. But that's the reason why he's got to go to that prison. So, and there's nothing they can do about it for whatever reason. And the only ones that seem to know, uh, well, I assume all the guards, his guards know. But, um, what's his name? There was a another black gentleman. He was, um, was it Braden? Braden? William Allen Young? Yeah, that guy. He was uh, another prison or a uh, prison guard. He seemed like he was new because uh, all the other dudes, uh, all the white guys, were were the white guards were the quote unquote bad guys uh, in this. And uh, I don't think that I think there was there like two two guards that were black, uh, Cleo right. and uh, Braden. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so. And the dude, the main guard that that's the asshole, he's like an asshole in everything. What the hell is his name? Um, 
I had seen him in a bunch of things. I is that him? No, there isn't even no picture for him. Uh, but if you guys have seen the film, you probably know who I'm talking about, and I cannot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he was a uh, guard, manly. Yeah, the the bigger one. Yeah, Jordan Lund. He's he's one of those. Oh, that guy, and he's always a a bad guy asshole uh, yeah. in everything. So, but yeah, him. I mean, he just had that asshole look. Well, good for him. <laughs> he got his uh, his acting jobs doing all that. So, but yeah, him. He was the main one that just like you got to follow the rules, and if you don't, uh, you can get your ass beat. By everyone. So obviously he's got all these uh, warden dun, dun, drum ghouls, got all these uh, these guards uh, all locked down to go along with his plan. Basically, he'd probably just tell him, look, we'll maybe give you some extra days off or something. I don't know how it works. but And he also has uh, Sonny Landon's character, rest in peace, uh, Chink. And he he's badass. He's badass in every movie he's in. He was even badass for the little scene he had in uh, Action Jackson. Go way back and listen to that one in the beginning. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, if you, if you got three hours, go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got him. Uh, I assume he's just giving him maybe extra desserts or whatever. I don't know, whatever the... Whatever the benefits of, of being a, a warden's dog or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I assume that maybe whatever he does, the warden just kind of turns his head on. It looks like it because when he was walking around shanking fools, uh, they didn't, didn't even, except for the, the one uh, black guard, uh, Braden, he'd come running, where's the shank? Where's the shank? And everyone was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm again, prison. My knowledge of prison is movies and TV. <laughs> and my friends that went to prison tell me, yeah, every, they like, like uh, Sly said in this, uh, Leone said, he goes, they, you got your rules, we got ours. So. You're all right, Leone. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're, they're after, they're after him. Because uh, Chink's just always, any chance he gets, uh, when they go out to, um, I guess uh, recess or whatever <laughs> when they're outside. <laughs> he Leone goes walking around and he tries to sit down and Chin goes, "Hey, that's my spot." And then he kind of gets up and walks over somewhere. Hey, punk, that's my spot too. Is there any other place around here that's not your spot? Nope, this whole place is my spot. And then he's like, uh. <laughs> "So, I assume he's king shit there because like nobody uh, tried to challenge him." And I assume he had a crew because there was always guys around him. So did they ever say what he did to get into prison? I assume he was a killer. Yeah, he had no problem shanking nobody. So I'm assuming he was a killer or some, something violent that got him in there. Yeah, because when he shanked that one dude, he just walked up and got him in the back with a big, long nail or whatever that was. So, but yeah, they, they, they saw it Well, everyone saw it, but yeah, no one said that. Cause when that guy goes, who did it? Who did it? I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, then we're, uh, we're introduced to, um, Tom Sizemore, Dallas, uh, Leone's in like mopping up wherever the kitchen or something. 
and he comes running up. Hey, hey, hey. I assumed he was all drugged out. Yeah, Time Sizemore did have a, an issue with drugs. If you guys watched his uh, MTV special, dude, that, that shit was scary on how he, mm-hmm. how he got. <laughs> uh, I met him once at a convention, and yeah, drugs took its toll on him because he looks rough. But he was young and fresh in this one. But he's like, he's just basically going, up, yeah, you, you need anything, come to me. I, again, I know nothing of prison but movies. But if someone comes up to you, no, I mean, I, I, I listened to what Popeye said in Blood In, Blood Out. Mm-hmm. Nothing, mm-hmm. you get nothing for free here. I'll be giving up no chum chum. No. <laughs> so. But yeah, he just comes running up and then because he tries to get in Leone's good side. He goes, yeah, I was uh, at the prison you were at on uh, A Block. Oh, and he, and uh, Leone's kind of like, well, there was no A Block. Oh, all right, man, you, uh, you, you found me out. But <laughs> uh, he was just trying to be his friend. Like just, yeah, you need anything? Just just let me know. I can get anything. I know everybody. I can get anything in here. So he's like, all right, whatever. So he kind of... Um, uh, Dallas knows that Leone is like a mechanic because he just, I guess he assumed he had his own garage or whatever, but yeah. on the outside. So, but he told him, he goes, yeah, yeah, man, I could get you anything. Come on, I can get you a job in the auto shop or wherever. That's when he introduced him to uh, Eclipse, uh, Frank McRae. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved him, man. I loved him in, um, did you see 1941? Yeah, yeah. He was in that. He was a little funny of that. And I liked him. He was the uh, police chief in uh, Last Action Hero. If you guys remember yeah. that movie. Oh, yeah, the smoke and he coming was out of his ears. Yeah, and he was the uh, the um, the captain in um, Forty Eight Hours, in the first one. Go back and listen to that one too. We did both of them, didn't we? Yeah. Fuck you, convict. <laughs> uh, he said some other stuff but I, I won't say what he said yeah. <laughs> you're damn right I called him uh, blank <laughs> you bet I did different time in that movie yeah it was early 80s everybody <laughs> plus it was in the bay San Francisco anyway so cause uh, when, they, when they went into that shop and he was trying to tell him Eclipse was like he didn't I don't care who you are don't come in here and try to touch all my stuff did yeah. I, again? I don't, knew, don't know. Plus, prison. plus uh, Eclipse. Eclipse knew about him and the warden's problems, and he didn't. He didn't want none of that in his garage. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah. When you go into prison, everybody knows your story, so you, you can't be going in there lying because everybody knows. So, <laughs> again, my knowledge is movies. <laughs> so. But, yeah, because he didn't want him in there. Yeah, he told him, look, I know who you are, and I know what you did, and I know what's going on, so get lost. So he's just still trying to just do his thing, um, and the and the warden and, and the guards are just, like, giving him uh, shit any any chance uh, they get. Um, then we're, we're introduced to um, uh, first base, first base <sighs> Pena. Larry Romano. Yeah, I hated this kid. He oh, was he was young in this. He fake tough guy. He, yeah, he just had that fake I'm an asshole. Uh, I assume he was Italian, so he just had that. Yeah, asshole. they were they were they were laying that on heavy. <laughs> yeah, the, 
<laughs> oh man, but yeah, he he was just uh just some I don't know why he did they say why he was in there? I don't remember. I think it was um, from murder and he got double life, but it was basically a he was in the wrong place at the wrong time type of thing with the wrong people. Okay. Cause yeah, when he goes in there and and everyone's trying to I guess just be friends with him, but uh Chink is just he he doesn't like it. He goes after him too. Probably just because Leone was talking to him, I assume. Because when they started, uh, did someone get shanked in the cafeteria? Yeah, when they first meet him, uh, Frank oh, helps right. out because somebody's uh, trying to take his his dessert or something, and Frank gives the guy his, and then they're talking to him, and first base is doing his fake tough guy thing, and then Frank sees somebody coming up with a shank, and he what does he say? He says, "Put put your feet in the aisle and get ready to move." Yeah, but then that guy's like, what, what, what? But he ends up, that guy, whoever, just ends up walking right past him and goes and they shank this other dude. And then everybody, ah, starts screaming. And then, uh, yeah, the the guards come in and break it all up. And all the toughness leaves first base. Yeah, so, I mean, one of my friends did tell me, because, dude, you, you can't, you can't survive in there by yourself. This is just, he was in there and he, luckily he knew some people in there already. So he just went and kind of blended in with them. But yeah, again, again, they also, they I've heard that in, in these prison movies, you, you can't survive on your own. If you guys have seen that one movie, um, it was a Deacon Frost and, uh, Oh, Batman. Batman. Yeah, that one, that one was hella good, too. Um, I believe that shit, too, man, how the guards just make them fight, like mm-hmm. gladiator style. I, I I believe that, too. If you guys haven't seen Felon, check that movie out. I mean, Val Kilmer was awesome in that movie. It's hard not to believe something like that happens when you, you give that someone, someone that much power over another human being. Yep. So, yeah, they're... They're just uh, doing their thing. Uh, Leone's still getting shit from the guards and uh, Chink. And then when we get to the awesome football scene. <laughs> this, to me, this, this, has, uh, this is the best part. Go on YouTube if you haven't seen this. <laughs> because they were just, uh, Chink and his crew were out there playing football. It was like in the mud. Uh, wherever it was, it just looked like it was overcast and raining all the time. Or snowing. So... They're kind of walking. Uh, Leone and uh, first base are kind of just walking by. And then Chink uh, throws the ball at him. Like, hey. He goes, come on. We need we need another man. And Leone's kind of like, nah, that's all right. And he goes, come on. He says something. Calls him a pussy or something. I can't remember what he said. But then first base tries to get all rough and tough. Hey, yo. And then <laughs> Leone's like, because <laughs> Chink was like, what? What'd you say to me, you little fucker? <laughs> and then Leone goes, hey, man, it's all right, man. I'll play. I'll play. He goes, yeah, come on out here. And then Chink looks at him and goes, I'll play with you later, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get in there and playing football. <laughs> and they were just beating the hell out of Leone. I mean, they, they made him play a quarterback and – uh, yeah, it wasn't much of a game. They were just, as soon as they got on the ball, they were just tackling him. And it looked like it was him getting hit. 
Yeah. He was out there doing his own stunts. So, man, and, I give uh, it to him. Chink had a one of his guys that were on Frank's team, and he was basically getting out the way, letting letting Frank get hit every time. Yeah, because they like give him the signal, and they would just like move out of the way and let dudes uh, come running in full speed. <laughs> I like that first time he got hit, uh, and everyone like dogpiled on him, and then that <laughs> one dude comes running in hella late, <laughs> jumps on top of him. <laughs> that part was awesome. But all, all while all this is going on, other than first base is off uh, to the side. Um, what's his name? Is uh, Eclipse. He's uh, standing around out there watching them, and he sees what's going. Well, everybody sees what's going on. So, but he he ain't having it, man. But yeah, I'm watching the scene right now. He's this is Stallone, man. He he's getting hit, and one of the times he got hit hella hard, and he's trying to get up, and then Chink comes up behind him and just gives him a forearm. And they're like, what do you guys say? What do you guys say now? And then he goes, first down. And then he goes, fuck you. That's your last one. And then they start arguing again. <laughs> yeah, they, they just keep the, tackling the shit out of him. Uh, one guy passes the ball uh, to Leone, and then like a million dudes just come dogpiling on top of him. I was, so, I was trying to figure out how many people were in this game. Yeah, I mean, way more than there should have been. <laughs> they, they looked like there's like 20, 30 guys on the field. <laughs> so, but this is rough prison football when they were like punching each other too as well. So, but yeah, Eclipse kind of fight. The Warden's watching. Uh, Cleo McDowell's out there looking around. Well, all right, let's talk about him for a minute. Um, uh, John Amos. He's. I assume he's. He's. The, yeah. He's a captain uh, of the mm-hmm. prison guards. He's got his little fancy hat and his, his his stripes and all that and his sunglasses. Yeah, big gold rim <laughs> sunglasses and uh, walking around like he's a. Well, he is. He's he's a leader <laughs> of it all. So, but um. He really didn't get to shine that much. He kind of he just popped up here and there. It was mainly uh, guard Breden that uh, did it all. But yeah, after uh, Leone was just getting just sacked all the time, Eclipse finally had enough, so he went out there. And he, I like when he grabs a uh, a couple of the guys and throws them over. Uh, <laughs> hey, go, hey, go on over there. You're playing for that team anyway. <laughs> So then that's when they go in and they kind of team up and they start letting fools have it. I don't even think that guy should even been allowed to play. You're going to have another grown man throw you across the mud like that sliding. <laughs> you should probably just not play anymore. No, but this part was rough, man. I don't think this was, um, uh, what's his name? Frank McRae. But when this guy, he like, he spears this fool hella hard and just, dude, he reminds me of, um, now one guy on Instagram, um, he goes. Uh, he's a football guy, and he goes around and knocks out uh, deadbeat dads. Have you seen that dude? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. I can't think of his name. <laughs> he's got shoulder pads, and uh, he'll go and uh, wait and see. Hey, are you so and so? And they're like, Yeah, he ain't paid your child support. <laughs> then he would, <laughs> he would light fools up hella hard. Uh, I I can't remember his name. Big, 
Big something. I, I can't remember his name. But anyway, he reminds me of that. Because, yeah, when uh, Eclipse, like, he just, he spears that fool hella hard. So they're out there kicking ass the whole time. And then <laughs> I like this because once Eclipse gets the ball and he makes that touchdown, he makes it all the way. And he was, like, just running, trying to keep himself up. But he barely made it <laughs> to the end zone and then just falls. And then gets up and does the, uh, the Iggy Shuffle. <laughs> okay. That the, was the, awesome. The, the guy's name is Big Prime Time. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> Look him up, everyone. He's on YouTube as well as Instagram and everywhere else. Um, watch his older videos. That's when he's uh, knocking out all the uh, the deadbeat dads. <laughs> yeah, the first awesome. video that pops up on Google has made him shit his pants. <laughs> the one I liked is when um, it's him, his cameraman, and I think it's like three or four guys are walking towards him. And he's like, hey, man, are you, you so-and-so? And they're like, yeah, who are you? And then he just running. <clears throat> he tackles. He tackles him, knocks him down, knocks over the other two dudes. One of the guys jumps out of the way and grabs a stick. And then runs up and hits Big Prime in the back. And he turned around, what you trying to do? Then he, that dude just, he's a little skinny guy. He just hauls ass and runs away. <laughs> so it's crazy. Or that dude, uh, he goes into the, his backyard. And he goes, hey. It was like That guy was like taking his garbage out or something. He comes around the side of the house. Hey, are you so-and-so? What? Who are you? What's up? Then, boosh, and he just <laughs> slams him hell hard. <laughs> Oh man, look him up, everybody. He's awesome. I assume he played ball, <laughs> so because he's a big dude. But anyway, after this uh, awesome football game, uh, this is when uh, Eclipse finally like, all right, he he becomes friends with uh, Leone, and then that's when they go in there and start fixing up. Uh, was it a Mustang they were yeah. fixing? Maybelline. <laughs> Yeah, they go in there and they fix that up. I mean, I it was all beat to hell, but it looked like it was brand new when they were when they were done with it. I assume this prison has all the tools you need and a yep. um, a paint bay, so where you can mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> they paint it because they painted it like apple red. It was Access an awesome color. All the the newest parts. Yeah. All the new ones. <laughs> they got all the new parts. Um, but anyway, so yeah, they fixed that. They had that big old montage of them fixing that up. And uh, Dallas, he he just doesn't do nothing. He's kind of just there for uh, the comic relief. He's uh, um, supervising. Yeah. So they they fix up the car. Um, there's been uh, there was other scenes with Dallas and, and Leone, but it was nothing that really move the story along and kind of just little just discussions and it turned out to be funny yeah kind of just showing them becoming friends this this little group they have yeah but once they all got that car running and then it was like they it's not like they can go drive it anywhere and uh, I I did love how that little auto shop they had was huge Mm -hmm. and it was plenty of space in the middle because uh, first base was like what are we gonna do now? He he was just like the, the Debbie Downer of the group. He just 
didn't care. And, ah, man, whatever. Yeah. Stupid. Why are we doing this? I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to drive a car, Frank. I'm going to be in here forever. Like, well, I mean. <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, Leone's just trying to be uh, the cool guy. So he tells him, all right, man, come on. He gets him in and, all right, man, let's go cruise. And he's like, what? He goes, yeah, just get in, man. We'll, we'll, we'll go for a cruise. And then um, first base is behind the steering wheel, but kind of just going in and Leon is, is pushing it. And they're just talking like, hey, yeah, there's some chicks. Let's go pick them up and this and that. And uh, first base is like, we're, we're just driving in a circle in an auto shop or whatever the hell he said. And he's like, come on, man, just just make believe, man. Just picture it. And uh, I I see what Leone was trying to do. I mean, other than he's just, just doing his time, he's trying to just be cool with his, his little crew that he had. So, um, oh, this is, <laughs> he, this is when he starts it up, right? And just takes yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. I, I wanted to know how fucking old was he supposed to be? Because he turns into a little kid. And he's just like, please, Frank. Please, let me start it just one time, Frank. Like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, man, whatever. So he he fires up the car and then just <laughs> takes off and goes out into that uh, mud uh, little mud field <laughs> that they were playing football on, and everyone's just hooting and hollering ah, and he's just driving around in circles, just screaming and just doing donuts and everything. But then uh, they all go running out there, and they they finally just stop him. And they're like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" And uh, he goes, "I just wanted to drive it, and this and that." But then uh, that's when the, the warden steps in. They they destroyed it right then and there, right? Yeah, the they- warden happened to have like baseball bats to give out <laughs> to, to Chink and his boys. Yeah, it was like the, the guards walked up and handed them bats. And uh, I'm pretty sure there ain't baseball bats in prison, but all right. <laughs> so uh, different times in the late 80s, everyone. <laughs> yeah, because they just start destroying that car. I, I've said this either on one of the shows Brian and I have done or if you listen to all the other billion other shows that I do. I hate when they destroy nice cars. I mean, I'm not a Mustang guy, but it, it it's I can appreciate good, mm-hmm. nice uh, muscle car, and they just beat the shit out of it. Same thing with like Christine. I mean, they had to have a ton of those cars to destroy, but even destroying one or Fast and Furious when Dom flipped his whatever Charger or Challenger or whatever it was at the end of the first film. Oh. I hate it, <laughs> but they fixed it up and they came back. I, or the fucking uh, Road Warrior when they destroyed the uh, the Interceptor right in the beginning of the movie. And uh, well, I guess I'll save it all <laughs> for when we do all the Road Warrior the Mad Max <laughs> series because I got a lot to say about that and when we get to Fury Road. But anyway, um, so yeah, they just destroy that car. They just break it all up, break the windows, everything, and. Eclipse is he's just standing there like there ain't nothing they can do. But when they get the car back into the shop and 
uh, oh, we can we can fix it, and this, this is our car, and all this and that. And this is when Frank gets into his big speech, like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "This isn't your car. This isn't nobody's car." And he goes, "These aren't our tools. This isn't our shop." And he goes, "He owned the prison. Owns it. He owns it. This is his car. We don't own nothing." I, true, but <laughs> um, I'd still be mad. I mean, I would have beat the shit out of first base first of all he I mean, needed one because he really seemed like he didn't do anything wrong I know man he was just like whatever I mean he, yeah I guess he was serving a life sentence so like F it I'm going to do whatever I want but man, don't do that to your buddies that you yeah. just you just made friends and you, you had a crew and then you just you go and do something stupid like this and uh, they're lucky they didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, got Maybelline all tore up. Yeah, they they just wrecked it. I loved how uh, Chick had the um little uh, Mustang for a belt buckle. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he walked up and goes, "Oh man, you like my belt buckle?" I was like, "Oh man." So <laughs> what? Um, is this when they grabbed? No, no, it was, it was. When did they grab uh, Leone and throw him in solitaire? I think we passed it. I think it was right after they tore up the car. The guards grabbed first base, and then the warden was like, "No, it was his fault." And then they they take they take Leone, and then he has the, the the little montage that he has to keep like every hour, like look at the camera and say his number. Yeah, it says right here, Leone is sent to solitary confinement for six weeks and tortured by the guards. However, the guards, Captain Mesner and one of the other guards, Braden, become so disgusted with the sadism of the warden and, and his toadies that Mesner orders him to stop and release Leone from the con- confinement. But yeah, that he was trying to just be uh, as safe as possible. Oh, but we did skip a part. When um, Leone was laying in in, in his bunk in or in his cell, and um, uh, uh, Warden um, Drum Ghoul or whatever, he came up. Oh, he, they they took um, that necklace. I guess it was his wedding ring mm-hmm. uh, around his neck because when he's laying there, he's like ting 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 banging that ring uh, on the bars, and then he starts talking to him, telling him, "Yeah, I'm gonna break you." and You'll never break, break me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they broke him when they put him in the solitary confinement. Cause yeah, they did. He, when he came out, he he they did a good job of making him look like he's been up for fucking weeks. Yeah, because he was just like, it was just like a dark little hallway, like a little closet that they put him in. No bed, no nothing. They gave him food and everything, but they probably like pissed in it and spit in it and everything, but... When he gets out, that, the first person he sees is old happy first base. Like, he didn't do nothing wrong. He should have been the one that went in there. He was the one that caused all the commotion with the car. Because, yeah, when that whole montage of him, he's just sitting there. And, like, the lights come on, like, hella bright. And uh, uh, a sound goes off. And what's your name? Or what's your number? Or whatever. And he just kind of gets up and has to say his, his name and his number. And they do that like so much, like just random times. Mm-hmm. 
And then he was just trying to be rough and tough. He was trying to do push-ups and just kind of stay sane. But six weeks in there, and he was just like, what? Because that one part when they're at name, number, five, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) See, and they're doing a handstand in one scene. Yeah, in the beginning (laughs) when he was like just trying to just that do a little workout push-ups and everything but like yeah but when he was getting to the end i don't even know if they went a full six weeks but however long he was in there he was in there a long time and that's when they um the other dude went in there uh mesner and those guys went in there said look now nah, this this is enough get him out so they, they had to pull him out I, I loved how those uh all the white guards still kept uh getting in uh Braden's face and they didn't even like um uh, Mesner, Captain Mesner, they they just didn't like him. Like him I mean, for the movie, they just didn't like him because they were black. Uh, that was yeah, the main reason. But, but you notice they didn't talk shit to him. No, uh-uh. <laughs> you you just got the feeling that they 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 didn't like him, but they knew they 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 couldn't do nothing because he he'll beat that ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <clears throat> Cleo McDowell's a big man. I liked him in um, Beastmaster. I can't yeah, remember his name. I was about to say, he knows how to handle a sword. <laughs> no, it was like a stick, a staff. Oh, that's right. The, the, little, the little kid with him, and they had like matching bow staffs. Yeah. <laughs> we had to do that movie. That movie's hella good. Did you get that uh, that Blu-ray for it? Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. Like yeah. A million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I had to. That was that was one of the movies when I was younger. I watched a lot. So yeah, I, I still need to get it. It's just not out of print yet, but still need to get that Dracula too. So blood for Dracula. Oh yeah. <laughs> go listen to go listen to that and um, Flesh for Frankenstein. Everyone. <laughs> Uh, nothing was it was it last year or two years ago when we did those? two years ago i, okay. I i'll do what i did uh, last year I'll, I'll repost it this october because that was probably one of our best ones yeah those ones were awesome check those ones out if you guys didn't hear it yet but yeah so yeah this is when he gets out and this is when he gives him his whole speech about the car and everything it not being his and i think at this point he was just like not at the breaking point. He already passed the breaking point when he was in the solitaire, but he kind of just, nah, because this, this, we just got to do what he, do what he says, basically is what he was telling him. So, but, uh, all, while all this was going on, um, Leone's girlfriend, was it his girlfriend or his wife? I, honestly, there was times I thought it was just his girlfriend. But then other times, I thought it was his wife. It says, I'm looking at it, it says it's his girlfriend. But anyway, uh, his girlfriend, Melissa, Darlene Flugel, I like her. She got on my nerves in um, Running Uh, Scared. That did no, uh, they should have made it his wife because that would have made more sense for her going up there raising a big commotion. Because if that was just his girlfriend, she, she has no. Saying anything, yeah, you got no say, yeah. So, but because, yeah, she goes up and got all the way to the warden and everything. Well, I assume he knew who she was and just said, Yeah, let her on up. So, because she got there and it was talking to him, telling him, Well, before they didn't, um, 
when she because she went to that other prison he was at and he wasn't there and then they were like well where is he and then they said he got transferred and she's like what ah so she threw up a big old stink about that but when she got to that other prison i assume it was somewhere close because she showed up there but um she was saying that she had talked to the warden and they were going to give them uh like an hour to uh for a visit because um Oh no no wait! Um, she didn't visit him till he was in the uh, on the infirmary. Yeah, because he gotta, got shanked. Yeah, we got to get to the the first base situation. Did they? Oh, that's right. Because um, they they lured first base to uh, to the gym. Yeah, some some time had passed, and everybody's still. Like a little crew, they're hanging out, and that, like you said, they 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 tell first base he has they have another job for him, and it's to clean the gym. Yeah, because that's why the guards made him go in there, and then when he goes in there, and uh, he walks in there, and then here comes Chink and his crew, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And now uh, they 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 get him. They uh they put him on the workbench and dropped the um. The weight bar. I don't know how many, how much was on it, but enough to, to kill him. Yeah, they put extra uh, weights on there. Yeah, they have him laying down on the uh, on the weight bench, and then they like he Ching picks it up, and then just drops it and basically crushes his chest. I just smashed his heart and everything. Yeah, I don't know how much weight was on there. But it was a lot, but uh, he ends up getting killed because then they they uh, tell the owner like, hey man, they got to first base in the gym and then he goes hauling ass over there and then we just see him and he like everybody's in there no no guards or anything but all the other inmates are in there kind of just standing there and he looks at him and he's dead and that's another i I gotta point another thing out for this to be maximum security there seems to be prisoners just wandering around everywhere yeah especially when they were all down in the wherever they were in the underbelly of the prison drinking that jail wine Okay, because when a prison guard does show up, like, hey, what are you guys doing over there? Get out of there! And then everyone kind of just scatters. But yeah, they were it was pretty loosely with the security in this prison. Because when 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 he comes to to, when he finds uh, first base in the gym, there's like ten or fifteen people just standing there. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, and like no guards. So yeah, he gets hella mad and they're kinda like, Man, you know, and then he just goes hauling out and he goes outside, uh, and he runs up. And then he starts beating the shit out of Chink, right? Yeah, well he he has that weight in his hand, he takes out some of his boys and that's when uh, him and Chink go at it. Well, that's right, he doesn't get him until like when they really go at it later on. But yeah, when he they start fighting and everything, and then somebody comes up behind him and shanks him in the back. Um, that blade looked pretty long, and mm-hmm. whoever was doing the shanking wasn't very good because <laughs> it like just got him in the side, <laughs> in the back. And, he didn't uh, he didn't get that book from uh, Blood In Blood Out. He didn't know magic. all the kill spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of magic, man, I met him at uh, Stockton. Uh, I've seen that. Was, that's 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 hella cool. He was cool. He was he was a really nice guy, and uh, 
I was talking. Everybody was there for Blood In, Blood Out because they had all kinds of T-shirts. I mean, just random people that were in there. He had his little stuff that he was selling, but um, there was other people with all kinds of stuff because the guy right before me, he had a, a soundtrack uh, to the film, and then he nice. was he was holding it, and he was like, "Damn, I've never seen this. Where'd you get this?" And he goes, "Oh, uh, I bought it online." And he went, "Wow, okay." So he just signed it and. That was it. But yeah, he was hella cool. I liked how uh, uh, when I got the picture with him, he put on his sunglasses. <laughs> he didn't have them <laughs> on when he was sitting there. <laughs> he had to get into character. But yeah, that guy's tall, man. I wouldn't want to see uh, magic coming at me. But anyway, so yeah, he gets uh, he gets shanked and he ends up uh, going into the, the infirmary. Um, yeah, this is when Melissa shows up and because and he he's still in there. And uh, he goes in, and she, she comes in, and they go, "All right, man, we're, we give you an hour." And then we're gonna kind of put up these dividers, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And they start making out, and I assume he was gonna crush it, but uh, the guards went, "All right, that's enough. Yeah, time's up." <laughs> yeah, and he might have talked to her for like maybe two, three minutes. And uh, she's like, well, we got an hour. Hey, hey, what are you doing? And she, because he basically had her shirt open. And um, I guess she's scandalous, didn't care. Maybe she just wanted it. <laughs> didn't care who, who, was, uh, who was around. So, but yeah, the guards grab her and like, don't touch her. Don't touch her. And they're like, man, whatever. <laughs> what are you doing? Was he handcuffed to the bed or was he just laying there? I think he was just laying there on his side because he had got stabbed on the other side. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, they end, they just ended up taking her out of there. And um, he's like, man, and he's, he's just pissed at this point. So uh, what's his name comes in to talk to him for a little bit. Um, Dallas, just to check on him. But then when Leone's sitting there, uh, some other dude comes rolling up in a wheelchair. And he's like, hey, man, um, my name is so-and-so, and I was in, uh, in the other prison you were at, and you helped me out or whatever he said. I can't remember what he said, but then he tried to fool him, too. He goes, uh, where were you, on A block? And the guy in the wheelchair goes, there was no A block. And he was like, all right, hey, what's going on? He goes, yeah, man, is there uh, something you need me to do when uh, I get out? And what did he tell him just to go check on his girlfriend or something? I can't remember. He was, they were getting friendly and he was telling him how he had a job lined up on the outside. Uh, He was going to make a thousand dollars for like an hour, a couple hours or something. And then he held up the picture and he was like, all I have to do is rape her. That's that's right. Stallone. about to explode off the bed and you know you know it's still on because <laughs> yeah, he gets all mad uh says where where was i oh he goes uh, as leone recovers in the prison infirmary another prisoner tells him that he has been hired to rape and murder melissa um that night when he gets out and said and then aloni uh aloni uh leone uh attempts to escape uh with dallas but yeah this is when because uh, earlier uh, in the film, Dallas had like a map of the prison and it was showing all these underground tunnels on uh, how to get out of there. Because he was like, man, if anyone can do it, uh, 
it'll be you. So, but at that point, Leone was like, nah, I, I, nah I'm good. I'm just going to do my time. So, but when, when he, uh, when that dude came up and said he was going to rape and murder Melissa, he was like, hell, hell no. And that's when he asked Dallas, hey, man, do you still have that map or whatever? And uh, can we get out of here? And he's like, yeah. So they go running down into the, um, uh, to the lower, to the belly of the prison. Um, I don't know how long he was in the infirmary, but I'm pretty sure that that wound did not heal up. And as long as that blade was, I'm sure the insides and everything were all uh, not together. But uh, he movie. 100% would have been transferred to an actual hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what they do here uh, at the hospital that's down about a mile from my house. I've been in there uh, a few times, and um, when they bring prisoners in, uh, they they put them right in front of you. And no matter how long you've been waiting there, you could have been up next. If some prisoner comes rolling in, psh, sorry, bro, we got to deal with him first. I'm like, hell no, man. <laughs> You're in prison for a reason. You <laughs> get no, no help. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so... Um, <clears throat> They uh, they go running down there, and they're they're getting just trying to figure out on how to get out of there. But when they get down there, is when they get ambushed uh, by the prison guards. And this is when we find out that um, Dallas was uh, in cahoots with the uh, the with the warden uh, this whole time. Basically, the warden told him, "Look, man, I'm gonna take uh, um, some time." off your sentence if you if you helped us because i think he was in there for like a, a 10 year sentence or something like that 30 oh he was in there for 30 oh that's right he was going to give him 10 more years on top of the 30 um so but when he was telling i was like yeah man here man, I, I did what i was supposed to do and the warden was like nope and he goes i'm not giving you nothing and he's like what and then he's like you're trying to escape that's 10 years more added to your sentence and that was like, ah, nah, and he's going off, and <clears throat> uh, the warden's basically, all right, now kill him, so that one asshole guard is down there, and the dude that said uh, he was going to rape and murder Melissa, he turned out he was a prison guard, because mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was standing there with a helmet on, but then he took the helmet off, and we saw who it was, so he's like, ah, so, did they shoot Dallas? No, they Beat him with nightsticks. That's right. Then he fell into the water because um, that's when uh, Leone started fighting uh, with them. I think they they killed that uh, little creepy long haired prison guard that was supposed to rape uh, uh, his his girlfriend. He ended up killing him. I think he but killed they, him, and then the the other the other the small main secure uh, prison guard. I think he got the the steam to the face. Yeah, because he, he went down. And then Leone was fighting with um, Guard Manley, uh, the main asshole dude. <clears throat> he was fighting with him. And then they fell in a, they were, I don't know what all that water was there for, but all right. But then they ended up <laughs> fall, falling in the water. And um, they were fighting, and then Leone got out of it. But the the other dude was still in there. And um, uh, Dallas kind of came too. And he was just mad, and he, he was taking one for the team. What was he holding? It was something electric. Was it just a cable or 
Yeah, now that you're saying it, that water was there for no reason next to that cable he pulled out of the wall. <laughs> well, then they wouldn't have had this cool scene. <laughs> I was like, what is this water for now? Now that you mention it, I'm like picturing in my head, I'm like, what is what is the what is the function of this water? <laughs> so I assume it would just run off from one of those because it looked like all the pipes in there were dripping. So <laughs> that must have been a severe drip to fill up that whole little thing that they were in because it was like at least chest deep. Um, so they're standing in the water. Uh, Leone kind of gets out, and Dallas is standing there, and he kind of apologizes. Uh, to uh, Leone, he's like, "Hey, man, just sorry, brother. I'm sorry." And uh, the Manly's like, "No, no, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And then he just kind of just drops, puts the cable in the water, and bzz, fries both of them. So, uh, oh, they they just assumed that uh, Dunglo assumed that Leone was dead. So. Did he try to he, he tried to get out of there, didn't he? Or Yeah, he sent guards to Oh, he sent more guards down there, didn't he? Yeah, which was super suspicious cuz how do you send guards exactly where you think something's happening, you know, but you know, that's a movie. And while he's sending the guards there, uh Stallone's like I guess taking the 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 way that he took down there to, to his office. Yeah, that's right. Because again, they sent more guards to, to where they were, but then he wasn't there. And then that's when they, he was like, all right, they'd set the alarms and everything off and locked everyone down. And they were searching for him because they just assumed, assumed he was escaping. But instead of leaving the prison, he made his way up to, um, Dunglu's uh, office or his where wherever he was at, and grabs him, and then he takes him to the execution chamber and straps him uh, to the electric chair. Yeah, and I, I I think this is where I think one of the guards he sent to the to the basement was Meisner. Yeah, and I think this is when he starts to see something's going on because he was like a guy that has a couple weeks of being released. Why would he try to escape? Yeah, because uh, there was um we skipped over a scene um earlier um the drum ghoul shows uh Leone the this was the only prison that still had an execution chamber it was an electric chair and he goes but since it was um the death penalty was was no more and uh, I assume New Jersey's where they were uh, it no more there that um they couldn't use it and he goes but I kept it here cleaned it it's in fine working order yeah, and was, so we we you knew that was well gonna be come, you knew it was gonna come back into play at some points but uh leone straps up uh drum ghoul in it uh straps him up chair head everything ready ready to fry him um but then uh he ended up uh admitting to what he was doing right and the other guards heard him yeah, he did a full confession because he thought he was about to be electrocuted. All right, because it says here, engaged, the only breaks into Drumgul's office instead of escaping, takes him to the execution chamber, straps him to the electric to the electric chair. He activates 
the generator and secures his hands to the switch. The prison guards break into the execution viewing room, uh, leading to an armed standoff. Under under threat of being executed, the warden finally confesses uh, his plot to increase Leone's prison time. Leone pulls the switch away, but nothing happens. When he reveals he took one of the fuses out before uh, to trick uh, the warden into con- into confessing. Yeah, that's that's what happened because he that he was like spilling his guts, and then when he pulled the switch and he went ah, and nothing happened. But uh, by then he already spilled the beans to uh, um, Mesner and uh, Braden were standing there, and they was like, hey, "Come on, unhook me, unhook me, get me out of this thing." But then they're like, "All right, you're you're under arrest." I was just I was just playing. I was just going along <laughs> with it. All right. Do I, again, I don't know how the prison system works, but do these guys have the, the guards and everything have the right to arrest you or according to this movie? Yep. <laughs> yes. I don't know how that works because <laughs> I, I know some of the police officers in, in this town don't like the prison guards because those prison guards walking around here thinking they're king shit and they think that they're cops and they're just above the law and the cops like they have no uh, (laughs) no say. I'm going to say I don't think they technically are arresting him but I think they're detaining him. Well it says uh, they they take uh, Drumgool into custody uh, for his his legal (laughs) confession. Oh let me ask my wife. She used to work in a prison. Come here for a minute. <laughs> yeah, my wife, uh, she wasn't a guard or anything. Do um, prison guards have the right to arrest people? Or do, do you know any of that? I don't know any of that. I'm not sure. I don't think so. So they couldn't, like, arrest a, a crooked warden? Or could they just take them into custody? Um, I'm not sure. They have their own special unit inside, and but I've never seen any of that. All right, all right. That was my wife, everyone. <laughs> but, so these well, movies assume, are lying. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's Hollywood, everyone. You just gotta go with it. <laughs> you got two, uh, a lot of amazing actors in this. <laughs> Uh, this is what it says at the end of this. The, ju- do, the judicial inquiry is made into the matter, but the warden's corrupt behavior about the warden's cor- corrupt behavior, and Leone serves only the prison time required of him in the first place. A few weeks later, Leone leaves prison uh, to the cheers of his fellow inmates and meets up with Eclipse one last time. He wishes Captain Mensner farewell and exit gateway to embrace the awaiting Melissa. What happened to Chink? Uh, didn't he? Didn't he kill him? No, he was going to, and then he didn't do it, and that's when the guy came up and shanked him. Oh, that's right. Well, I don't know. Maybe he just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> he was still, he, maybe he was laying in the infirmary. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess, I mean, technically, he did try to escape, but. Nah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I um, <laughs> as long as you're bringing down corrupt officials, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, the warden did confess uh, everything, but um, 
Well, <laughs> and the reason why the warden was arrested because Meisner was a captain. I guess <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. Don't don't try to bring logic into this. You just got to enjoy it. But anyway, I don't. Yeah, I don't know uh, much of the rules uh, of prison. <laughs> but yeah, he ends up uh, just doing his regular time, uh, and then he gets out and uh, lives happily ever after. So, but. Uh, let that be a lesson to you, uh, boys and girls. Just mind your P's and Q's and uh, stay out of the... Uh, don't break the law. You're going to end up like uh, Leone and Chink and first base and, and everything. Did first base deserve to die? Uh, I don't know, but... He didn't deserve <laughs> to die, but he needed his ass kicked. Yeah, he needed to get beat up and take down a few notches because he was too lead that little man syndrome. And Regular ass whooping, not what Chink was about to do with him when he said he'd play with him later. Yeah. That he didn't well, serve that. <laughs> I'll play with you later, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this movie's awesome. I, I love it. Um it uh no it wasn't streaming in there. We had the we had the Blu-ray at uh, this one. Yeah. It was streaming for a minute. I remember yeah, that. it was it was on stars or something for like a while, and then when we got to it, you know, these movies rotate on these streaming sites. But uh, I know the Blu-ray. I picked a Blu-ray up for like only five bucks. Yeah, I remember I bought it a long time ago. Uh, Fries when that was open, they always had good uh, sales in there, and um, a lot of good Arrow. I bought most of my Arrow collection. Was bought from Fry's and Texas Frightmare uh, when, when we were there. But yeah, speaking of Texas Frightmare, everyone, it's in a new spot. It's going to be uh, bigger and better. And I don't know. Are you coming down? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, cool. But, all right, everyone, that was Lockup, the 1989 Slash Alone classic uh, directed by John Flynn. The, the budget was $24 million and it lost money. At least uh, two million because it only boxed off as twenty two million. Um, I think this was he well, wasn't like his decline uh, in his popularity. I mean, he, he was always big to us, and he's still big to us uh, for kids of the eighties. Speaking of slide, did you see his new movie, Samaritan? Uh, not yet. Check it out. I liked it. I mean, just okay. just take it for what it is. I thought it was really good. I mean, Sly, he's, I don't know how old he is, but he's in way better shape than me. And uh, he, look, he looked good. I mean, even with the, the gray hair. I don't know if that was his real hair. Damn, he's 76. So let's just say he was 75 when he filmed The Samaritan. Uh, but it, I liked it. Uh, if you guys have uh, uh, Prime, check it out. It's on there. But um, what do we got next? We are doing a suggestion from friend of the show, Zim Vader. Uh, well, I don't know if he suggested it. He asked if we reviewed it before. And that is 1983's Revenge of the Ninja. Ooh. Did we do that one already? I don't think so. I, I, I'm pretty sure I double-checked because sometimes I forget we've fucking done so many damn movies. I I know I did it with somebody. 
I don't know if it was on our show or I'm almost positive somewhere. we we didn't do it for action. Yeah, I'm. Hmm. I gotta dig it out, but yeah, I love that movie. Ooh, Enter the Ninja, the one before. Awesome, but hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll go backwards and hit that one. Uh, we got to do Ninja 3. Um, let's F it, dude. Let's do all three. Let's start with Enter the Ninja, then go okay. Revenge and all right, Ninja 3. Next episode is Enter the Ninja. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> not we're going sure down, we're going down this right. rabbit hole. But. Yeah, we, we did American Ninja. We got to do it like, at least right. <laughs> Oh, we gotta we gotta do three and four someday in that that franchise because yeah. Oh, is Kung Fu Joe and the rest of them, or did he die in the last one we did? I don't remember. There's there's one where it's a new guy. Actually, there's five. There's five total. There's one where uh, there's the the original guy and the new guy, and then uh, there's one that's just Kung Fu Joe. And then there's one that's just a new guy. So, yeah, there's five. We did what? Just the first two? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't continue, but yeah, we'll, we'll eventually we'll get back to that one. <laughs> I still want to buy the first one. Um, I don't know about the rest, but I, I as goofy as the first one was, uh, American Ninja. Yeah, it is '80s, so I got I gotta have it in this collection. But yeah, come back next week for. Uh, is that not streaming anywhere? I have it on Blu-ray, but is it streaming anywhere? Uh, I don't know. I think I have it on Blu-ray. Let me check really quick for those of you. Enter the. Here it is. Enter the ninja, and it is not streaming anywhere. But uh, I'm sure. If you look around, Ninja 3, The Domination, that's streaming on Prime. If you guys have that, what about Revenge of the Ninja? I think Ninja 3 is always streaming somewhere. <laughs> uh, I remember Revenge of the Ninja was on YouTube, but someone took it down, and that is not streaming anywhere either. Um, for, for those that don't mind ads, uh, Enter the Ninjas actually, if you have a Roku or you have Pluto TV, it's on there with ads. Uh, I got the blue ray. Sorry, I can't. Uh, I can't do ads. But you know, I did do ads when I was watching. Um, uh, was it really? no? It was that one with Superman and the Big Show. Dean Kane. Um. The Sasuke sister. Uh, oh, um, I know what you're talking about. It's like an action movie. Yeah, it's a prison movie. I know the Sasuke sister directed it. Yeah, they they did like a couple movies with WWE guys. I know what you're talking about. How's it called? Um, I gotta look it up, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. It's gonna kill me if I don't. With some stupid. Uh, Vendetta. That's what it was. There you go. Uh, if you guys got um, Freebie or, or one of those, I, I know it's on Prime too as well, but it it's got ads. But Freebie's free if you guys want to watch that one. It, it start. I only watched it because the the Sasuke sisters directed it. But what I saw was all right. Uh, I just need to finish it. But yeah, everyone, come back. We're gonna 
start our ninja trilogy with the the great Shokunsugi and um can't remember the guy the, the main guy in it. I just remember Special K from Breaking uh, was the main girl <laughs> in Ninja Three. <laughs> if you guys have seen, seen those films, uh, maybe Street Fiends will tackle Breaking Breaking Two and the other one Beach Street. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah, everyone. These are just maybe. <laughs> but yeah, come back uh, next week for uh, End of the Ninja. It's gonna be a good time because I. <laughs> but um. Oh, uh, what's coming next for uh, Stream Fiends? Um, the 19-whatever-whatever, 80-something film. Uh, Fred Ward classic, Time Rider. You know, we got that one. If you guys want to watch it uh, and enjoy the conversation, uh, it's on YouTube. Just The whole film's on there, and it's a good copy. It's, well, when we get to Time Rider, I'll go into a little <laughs> more. But yeah, come back for that. So, but uh, Go over to HorrorReturns.com. Uh, check out everything there. Links to all the shows. Uh, links to the T Public. Pick up a T-shirt. New designs are on there. Uh, become a Patreon patron, and I don't know what you get with all that uh, besides bonus episodes and everything. And yeah. bonus episodes of Hannibal are going to be dropping soon. I promise this time. <laughs> And uh, join all the groups that are on there. Action Returns, Stream Fiends, The Horror Returns, and um, The Wrestling Returns finally has a uh, Facebook group. So definitely uh, check all those out. And yeah, uh, we'll be back next week again with End of the Ninja. So until then, be safe out there and party on. And be good to each other.